Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's... Two old queens, it's two old queens, they're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I'm so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. She's an actor. You know her from Powerpuff Girls, Duncanville, and her Netflix special, Nate. It's Natalie Palamides. Hey, Mark and John. What is up? Hey, Natalie. What is up? How are you guys? Good to see you. It's nice to to see you. Uh, (laughs) It is such a weird question, how you do, and like, I'm fine, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All things considered, we're we're fine, aren't we? We're doing yeah. fine. I love it yeah. when like family members say like, "How is it in LA?" And I'm like, "I haven't left my apartment in nine months. It's, it's the same." The same. As as, yeah. What you you know as much as I do. Exactly. I mean, at least it's a little bit sunnier there than uh, some other places. But That's I guess true. you know, sun doesn't get into the ceiling, so no. you know, you might as you well be. You could be in, uh, you know, Antarctica. You could be in Colorado. You could be in Italy. It'd all be, you know, the same. It'd all feel like a ceiling if you don't go anywhere. Or you need a sunroof. <laughs> skylight? Oh, yeah, you get a little yeah. skylight. That's there the word. You go. Yeah. yeah. What is a skylight but a sunroof for the kitchen? Ah, the question oh, thank of Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, this is not related to the movie, but do you miss eating out, like going out to restaurants? You know, I truly do. I, I didn't think I would, but, and, you know, at first during the quarantine, I was like, oh, I, I like it. It's fun, you know, ordering <laughs> sure. in and watching a movie. And then after a while, it gets old. Like camping's yeah. fun for a weekend, but I don't want to do it for a year. Mm, exactly no 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 and even like you know some people they go backpacking for a month or some shit like that and uh, you know most people that backpack they say like for the first week you're like oh my gosh you know (laughs) i'm plunging into nature and then you know by second or third week you're like fuck this shit you know where's where's a couch (laughs) 
right. Even though you're soaking it up. You're soaking up that sun. Yeah. John and I used to go to Cheesecake Factory all the time, and I really miss those place. outings. I yeah. love that you guys went to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Did you always get a, a slice of cheesecake? No, rarely. No, that was a rare thing. Really? Just on special occasion, maybe? No. Well, you know. You've <laughs> we go for be. lunch. It's hard to, like, justify uh, dessert after lunch. Yeah, that's it. Like heavy. a thick block of cheese to be like, well, I have nothing else to do today. Exactly. Yeah, you got to go on a day where you have a clean slate. What was your go-to dish? Renee's special. Well, thank you, you for asking. Special, yes. <laughs> what is Renee's special? It's a half sandwich. Okay. And which you mm. could get, like, a turkey salad, a turkey sandwich or, like, a chicken Ooh. salad. And then, like, a half right. salad and a soup. <gasps> Really? Or a soup, yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no, I had no idea that they did that. Well, this is I want to know who this Renee special. is. We're hoping to book Renee as a guest one day. <laughs> I think you will be able to, especially after she hears this. You know. Yeah, all the free promotion we're giving them during this <laughs> yeah, pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Renee's special. I had no idea it was a thing. Well, I gotta go check that out for sure. Once, yeah, worth it. Once, your first place. Once, once all the, uh, once the quarantine is lifted. It's the first on my quarantine lift list. <laughs> that would be yeah sure coke zeros for days <laughs> how terrible would a restaurant have to be to like be empty right after quarantine is lifted because think of how many people are just going to be like i just want to go out the last thing i want right? is a meal that i've cooked you say yeah. that but then before quarantine like coco's notoriously awful is always packed Really? What is Coco's? You ever been to Coco's? It's just like a diner, like a Denny's. It's I've a never chain. been to a Coco's, but so. I, I've always wanted to go to a Coco's. I mean, it sounds, sounds good exotic. on paper. Yeah. It's not. You <laughs> think you're going to see the land of the dead done by Pixar, but no, you're just getting some warmed over uh, grilled cheese. Oh, oh, that's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> you so know, sad. the worst grilled cheese I ever had was at a uh, Big Boys when I was a young kid. And whoever was making the grilled cheese in the back they cooked the grilled cheese in some weird oil. Like I was eating the it's grilled cheese. It's hard to mess up grilled cheese. It's like three It's pretty basic. Yeah. I remember I have a very vivid memory. I was very young and I remember my mom sending it back. Wow. I was like, this grilled cheese Ooh. tastes weird. And she was astonished. You know, how could a grilled cheese? <laughs> right. I can't wait to go back to a restaurant and send something back and just be full of complaints. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to that as well. Just giving them hell when I don't have to feel bad about them having to, you know, work during exactly. a pandemic, et cetera. That was mm -hmm. then. This is now. This is now. Right. Now I'm giving you hell. Pandemic's over, bitch. You know. Speaking of hellscapes, today we're talking <laughs> wow. about the movie Eating Out. Yes. John, John what's the deal with Eating Out? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Eating Out. It was written and directed by Q. Allen Braca, and it tells the story of a young man who pretends to be gay to attract a woman, but draws the attention of her male roommate instead. It stars Rebecca Cocken, Ryan Carnes, Jim Vivaros, Scott Lunsford, and Emily Stiles. It released on March 18, 2005, and made $155,000 off a budget of $50,000. Wow. So I guess it's a hit. Uh, it has a rating of 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with the critical consensus being the cast recite lines of forced wit that aren't funny, and the clunky plot has too many contrivances. However, Eating Out has spawned four sequels. Eating Out Sloppy Seconds, which was released in 2006. Eating Out All You Can Eat, 
came out in 2009, and Eating Out Drama Camp and Eating Out the Open Win Weekend were both released in 2011. And that is the deal with Eating Out. <laughs> wow. So Natalie, we asked you to pick a movie. Why yeah. Eating Out? Well, so, you know, as you know, I wanted to pick Heavenly Creatures. I know, um, a but classic. It is, it is nowhere to be found, at, find which it. is astonishing because, I mean, it is a brilliant film, is it not? I know, it's you, one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites as well. I was just, when you told me that you couldn't find it, I was like, you got to be kidding my ass because the first time I watched it was on Netflix and now mm. it's nowhere. Like, you can't even buy it on iTunes. No, you or, think or Peter Jackson will put out one less version of Lord of the Rings and like spend <laughs> a little money on uh, Heavenly Creatures. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so, so I actually texted my best friend <laughs> And he is gay, so I was like, I'm doing this podcast about gay movies, and you know, they don't have to, they don't have to be about gay people yes. or whatever. But they're just, <laughs> anyways. I was like, I need a gay movie, and he and I said, Do you have any Rex, please? And he said, The Eating Out series is a pretty funny cult gay movie, like stupid bad. It's funny. And I would have to agree, like, yeah. you know, the reviews are saying that the lines, you know, aren't funny, but I would argue that they, they're so not funny that they then become- It comes back around, yeah. It comes yeah. back around, <laughs> yes. And uh, quite tantalizing in some parts as well. Absolutely. Definitely. Shockingly so. Shockingly yeah. so. I was not <laughs> expecting to see full frontal. Uh, Hello. You get, you get two <laughs> teaspoons of that. Absolutely. <laughs> more than a teaspoon. Quite, yes. Much more than a teaspoon. But my, my friend who I was watching it with, she has a question mm. for you guys that she wanted me to ask. And okay. so I can save it for okay. later. I can say it now. Go for it. Go for she it. She was like, what would anybody ever do that? She was like, <laughs> she's like, do you think that's conceivable? And would you guys ever pretend to think a chick is hot? to get to uh to get to a guy oh like flipping that uh, no would you, flip it? It? would you flip it i would feel bad for this poor woman who clearly has like is blind and deaf and has no sense of like me at all you know what I, mean? I just feel like how stupid is this woman who doesn't realize that i'm gay yeah i was like is anybody who, where, well, when we were talking about it, my friend that I watched it with, we're like, this is a plot that we would come up with when we were like in fifth grade. Yes, yes. Or something 100%. like, yes. you know, it's like one of our home movies we would make. <laughs> it's, and you know, it's like one of those plots you give to your Barbies, like when you're playing horn, horny Barbie. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> horny Barbie. Is there any other kind? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, but it's definitely like a horny barbie plot and so did you enjoy the movie would you say you liked it um <laughs> i would say i enjoyed it i would say i the whole time i was flabbergasted and i was just like mm -hmm. one surprise after the next i was like who the f how did this get made who is like how are they taking this seriously like where did they get these uh actors and i'm surprised actually that it's not a bigger you know cult hit or i, I guess it is i mean I, I i had never heard of it before had you guys heard of it before i have heard of it yes i, I hadn't oh really uh, no i i mean i might have heard of it 
because uh, former guest of the podcast, Drew Drogi, he might have sort of mentioned it in passing at some point. He's, he's in, in he's drama in, camp. He's in drama camp, which is, is the fourth he? of uh, oh, wow. installment. Good for him. But, right? I know, right? But I, I had not heard of it before this. So what did you think of it, John? I, I mean, I agree with your assessment. It was one of those things where you're just like, what am I watching? And yet it does, it's sort of, it's like a lesser John Waters movie in that way of like, you're watching it and you're like, this isn't real. This isn't like, there's nothing about this is how humans behave or react. It doesn't have the audacity or sort of the, this sort of uh, go for brokenness of a John Waters, uh, obviously, but it is in its uh, sort of a low greatness. It is sort of compelling and fascinating. Yeah, you know I, I mean? would agree. I would agree. Like There's I am an element of charm to the whole thing. Somewhat. I mean, the fact that it was also shot within 10 days and on a budget of $50,000, oh, wow. which is impressive for a movie. I mean, and you can tell. believable when you see it. Yes, <laughs> yes not a surprise <laughs> when you see the movie. They but use I a fish am, island sometimes. I am Absolutely. tempted to check out some of the, the following uh, installments of this franchise. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just, I mean... How about you, Mark? What is your what are your what's your opinion? I never say I is one I have heard of. I've heard of the series before. Um, but I never actually what had seen you it. heard of it. I just knew it existed and they're like these gay like rom-com essentially that that you would <laughs> it was just one of those movies you knew to watch if you wanted to see like hot guys kissing. You know what I mean? It was like if you couldn't get porn where you lived, you could rent these. It is very you know soft I mean? And porn. you know you yeah. could get something. They're like gay, like Cinemax, you know? It's like, right. so you knew you would get something. You, you'd at least get some hot guys doing like sexy times. Like they would be reliable that way. I um, gotta say though, sorry to interrupt. No, no, I no. did feel like happy at the end. This is a spoiler. <laughs> Please. I was really happy at the end when um, Mark and uh, Kyle and Kyle got Kyle. together. I was like, oh, <laughs> it all worked out. You know, he admitted that, you know, again, it was like a Barbie's horny Barbie scenario where the, he like admitted he had all these feelings all along and he's pretending not to notice him and then did. But sorry, continue, Mark. Continue. Well, no, that was true. Um, it is. It was like the gay family stone. You know what I mean? All the right people ended up together. Um, yeah. But I also <laughs> did. I also liked how every straight person is just an awful person. Oh my gosh. That you know what I mean? Especially girl. like, yeah. I feel so bad for the straight women. <laughs> they are treated they like do. so terribly. Saying things no woman would ever say. And no. in some ways that is like the fun of this movie. Yes. And it is such like a time capsule of 2004, like pre really the internet hadn't quite exploded. You know, cell yes. phones weren't quite, it's such like yeah. a perfect little time capsule of yes. uh, 2004. And it's like, I don't know, it's hard to like, it's not like, are the production values less than sellers acting great? Not really, but it's like so low budget that like you're kind of charmed by the whole thing. Like, is it a good movie? No, but it's hard to get mad at it. It's like you know? the room exactly. or something. Exactly. Yeah. It's got that room charm. <laughs> it's got that room. Yeah. Actor. I mean, it's very much like a like a what like romance novels of just like everything's gonna work out okay. The the situations are contrived and ridiculous, but that's not what we're here for. Yeah. What we are here for is to, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. We have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. Oh. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at a certain <laughs> point, you are going to create a category, Natalie, and it will be 
added to the wheel. wheel. What does that mean? It doesn't matter. Who cares? This is all for fun. Um, But this is the current top five rankings of our gayest movies ever. And this is their percentage out of 100, obviously. So number five with an 83% clue. Number four with an 85.19%. The Lost Boys. Number three with an 86.92%. Death Becomes Her. Uh, number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one, still reigning champ with a 94.83%, Female Trouble. Oh, you I had to guess. Seen Female Trouble. You gotta, oh, you, oh, you gotta people have got to see trouble. Female Trouble. Yeah. Okay, it's a hit. I mean, if it's it has John Waters. Before. Yeah, you're going Okay. That's a good female time. Trouble. I'm writing that down right Write now. It down. If you had to guess, where do you think uh, <laughs> Eating Out is going to end up? Ooh, I would give. <laughs> um, you know, maybe like a C plus. A C plus in the seventies you know, somewhere. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, you know, it it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't quite hit all the marks, you know. But I don't know what all the marks on the wheel are. There's but about forty of them. So I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Like Bride of Frankenstein, right? That's that's the second place. Yeah. Right. I don't, I mean, already knowing that movie, I'm like, I don't think it beats that. You so are we'll, probably right. True, but it, but it hits some categories way better than Very pretty hard. much any other movie yes. on our list. Okay, so, oh, okay, okay. There's a, there's a weird way in which this could be top 10. I'll say I mean, that. I would be honored if my my pick got into the top 10. I tell mean, your I, best friend he did good. I would, lo- I would love to, to tell him. He gets yeah. a bonus. Yes. All right, so our this is our first group of categories are the canon categories and for these we're each going to give a score between zero and a hundred and then we take the average of all three of our scores so the first category how would you rate eating out in on a scale of one to a hundred in actual gay characters hmm well there's there's some it's quite a few quite a few yeah. the main characters compared to absolutely yeah absolutely so wait, what, well, let's talk about Caleb. So he's the main guy who's one who, quote unquote, pretends to be gay to get the girl. Do we think, what do we think ultimately about him? Because he does like- Well, in this movie, apparently bisexuality doesn't exist. You're either straight or gay. You're never right. like, right. hey, whatever. If you want to suck my dick, great. You know Even what I mean? At one point she does say, bye, sexual. You she guys does. catch that? She's, oh, of course. So she hints She's so at clever. It. Easter egg. What I did like about him, even though he was a straight character, is he was never like, what? I'm not gay, you know? Like, even when- It wasn't too gay panicky. It wasn't gay panicky. Even when that cunt, like, came out for him at the dinner table, what the fuck, dude? You don't come out for somebody else? That's crazy. (laughs) Right? He was like- Especially not in front of their family. Yeah, you're gonna be happy after I do this. That was nuts. But um, he's not. I I wouldn't count him. I don't. Yeah, even I don't think he, he's gay. No. Yeah, he's not. I mean, if every straight I don't think man so, but they sort of like left guy is gay. Then there's a lot of, more gay people in the world than we. Well, really sure. Know. Yeah. I mean, I think they let it. I think they sort of. It was done in a way that if, as a viewer, you really wanted this character to be gay or this actor to be gay, sure, it like gave you hope. But I I don't ultimately think he was. Yeah. There's also there's a. Uh, Joey, the guy, the right. flaming guy at the carnival. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Yeah, there's the British guy who um, who doesn't what's kiss. his name hooks up with in the garage. Um, 
That's right. There's the couple in the video store, like with the hanky code and everything. Right. Yeah. And then there's also the guy with the piano party, which, right, who's married, who's like married <laughs> to the woman. Right. The piano party was maybe my favorite part of the film. Were there were all four of them. I mean, that was eight amazing. hands, two pianos. Yes, that was awesome. Oh, I I've never been to those that. parties before. Have you? Who has two pianos in their house? Uh, <laughs> closeted gay men? I guess uh, so. <laughs> uh, I can't admit my feelings. Let's buy another piano. Oh, sure. <laughs> He's expressing his sexuality through his piano. Yes, very fun home. Mm -hmm. Very fun home, much like the Broadway play. Mm -hmm. um, so what it would, I think there's a lot, especially at least tons. two main characters are gay. Yeah. Which is almost twice what normally happens in movies. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, so, the three of the three main male characters, two of them are gay. And one right. of them pretends to be gay. So, yeah. yeah. What would you guys give it? Or do I go first? Uh, you don't have uh, to. You don't have to go first, but... Uh, Okay. What do you want? Do you want me to go first? I'll uh, go first. Okay. I uh, I will say because it's so high. Yeah, there's so there's very few men in this movie who are not gay. Uh, there's no gay women, which is unfortunate. But I think actual mm. gay characters. I gotta go eighty five. I think it's just so eighty five. So much about okay. it, you know. Uh, I think I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna say like ninety five. I mean, this is like pretty much. If not this, then what? And I gave Bride of Frankenstein a 90, so it feels only fair that I give this a 95. <laughs> okay, okay. I was gonna I was gonna go 80, so I'm glad you guys went first. Um also don't worry hard. about that because there it's, are no right or wrong answers. This is all stupid. Really matters. <laughs> well, okay. I'm What does your heart tell you? My heart's saying 90. 90. It's Sounds good. 90. Just Meet right in the middle there. Given an average of 90, yep. tying it with Bride of Frankenstein. Okay, there well. you go. But wow. it's 35 points <laughs> higher than Death Becomes Her. Wow. And no one in Bride of Frankenstein actually says they're gay. So, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. It's implied. All right, sure. next category. <laughs> this one might be tougher. On a scale of 0 to 100, how would you rate eating out on drag queen inspiration? Could a drag queen mm -hmm. watch this and come away with a whole book of ideas? Huh. I would There's say just overall, I think just that general, it is a good, like, I keep saying time capsule, but like a lookbook of mid-2000s fashions. If you were doing like yes. some sort of weird mid-2000s, we're going back to the 2004 fashion show. You could get a lot of inspiration, I think, at least from this movie. I don't know yes, if you but get I feel one like it's... specific look, but I think an overall maybe aesthetic to pull from. I feel like it was just mostly tight button-down shirts. As far as like looks went, but the but ladies I did think are pretty wild in this. Tiffany, the, she had that weird terry cloth bra at the beginning that she sort of like <laughs> whipped out dramatically oh, that, that like looked awesome. like boobs. And I was like, I could see a drag queen being like that. I want to order that. So I feel like there is a, definitely like an an article of clothing from this movie that a drag queen could be like, I just want to have that in my closet. Not and then as she the shows up at the dinner party there. in um wearing like some sort of fire print top a construction worker hat and holding a dildo like this yes. is how she shows up yeah. at the that house. it was her taser to dinner party like yeah dildo was her taser also <laughs> i could also see drag queens like pulling uh chunks of the dialogue for a lip sync you know, especially yeah. that first mm -hmm. scene where they're having the you know the rough sex and then she's like did you come 
Yeah. Now, I could maybe see that being used for a lip sync. I would love that. And also, Gwen kind of just looks like some sort of deranged Claire from Clueless, which I could see being used as <laughs> yes. summon spell. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's like, there's nothing like, oh, if he's, well, it's also such a lesser known movie. Like even now, like looking back, there's maybe two looks I remember from this movie and I saw it 24 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. not, there's not going to be a coffee table book about eating out that you could no. be like, oh, these pictures. No, unless <laughs> Tiffany was in the whole movie, maybe then. But... Yeah, what's her story? I think yeah. that actress is in all, is the only one who's in all five of the movies. Good for her. She books. She books. I, we got to get her in more stuff. I want to see her in everything. Honestly, she can't. Like, if a- you thought Jennifer Coolidge wasn't deranged enough, you got to check out Tiffany. Yeah. Exactly. She does look like Jennifer Coolidge's dotage, dotage, daughter. Dotage? Your dotage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice dotage, dotage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what do you want to give this for drag queen inspiration? I well, I'll go first this time, so I don't let you guys influence me this time. Fair enough. Nice integrity. I'm gonna give it a what's a C? Says 75 and up. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a cool 77. 77. Yes. I'm gonna say it's lower than that, just because there's really it's just for me it's just that one weird terry cloth like breast bra. So I'm gonna give it a 35. 35. (laughs) <laughs> oh, now I feel like I should change it to lower. No, no, no. no, no. Take the average okay. of all three. Take an average. Okay, you're okay. still an ally. Don't worry. You're I don't okay. Wanna, I don't want to be partial to my own pick, you know, just because I'm trying no. to get it in the top ten. Oh, trust me. Most people who come here game the system real hard, so you're doing okay. great. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it a 30. Give it an uh-huh. average of 47.33. Okay, okay. All right, next category. Gay icons. How would you rate eating out on gay icons? Are there any gay icons? Hmm. It's tough. We have Ryan Carnes, who oh. I think is probably the best actor in it, who was on Desperate Housewives. Oh. Um, and then we have Jim Vivarios, who was on the first season of American Idol and made it to the top 10, but was the first one of those top 10 to be voted off. Oh. And then what is unfortunate is that for the following movies, Mink Stole is in every single one of the subsequent movies, but she is oh. not in this one. So she would count. Unfortunately, she's not in this one. My so only case, got- I do think you can make a case that the series itself is kind of iconic because it is one of those things you'd always see like back when I used to get like Instinct Magazine or something like, you know, like just like- <laughs> Oh, trash, last month, right. You know what I mean? But it's like one of those things like I was just always aware of, or you'd see posters for it up in like, you know, in a bar in West Hollywood or something. You know what I mean? I just feel like there is something like, it is one of those, like I just, in my brain, it is straight to video gay rom-com movies. Yeah, my friend, he did say that it was like a gay cult favorite or whatever. So I would give points to the series. I mean, it did spawn. What other like even romantic comedy franchise has done five? Like, there's something to be That's said. A for rare that. feat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if, you, if your budget's fifty thousand dollars, it's not too difficult to greenlight. But that's um, nothing to sneeze at, though. I don't think. You know what I mean? I think that's like True. notable. To, like, you made this guy created something right. out of nothing. Got five yeah. movies. Yeah. Well, that is that's impressive. Yeah, it's admirable for sure. Filmed in Tucson, no less. 
Well, there you go. There you tax go. Tax breaks there are tax notoriously breaks. low. I mean, to make yeah. 100 Gs, that's off of, you shot it for 50 or something. What, yeah. Is that yeah. right? Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all up there on the screen. Success. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, um, Natalie, for gay icons? It's not okay, huge. Gay icons, not huge. Uh, I would say just for, you know, to give it a little pat on the back for being an iconic series, even though we're talking right. specifically about one film, I'll give it a quarter. You know, I'll give, it, I'll give it a gumball. A gum, is that what we call it? a gumball? You know, we're going to get a gumball. But <laughs> That's a big fat gumball, the like the big nice. one. Yeah. Yeah. Big fat gumball. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to absolutely say 25 as well. I think that's that's about right. You know, I'm also going to give it 25. Sounds great. Giving an average of 25, which is four points higher than Die Hard. Okay. Wow. There you go. Somebody, did, somebody wanted to do Die, Car, die Hard, <laughs> Die Card Fudge. Die Hard for this? They did. Yep. You should, uh, people, uh, John Mackey brought in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, and he knew the concept okay. of the show. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right, our next category might do well here. The male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? I'd say it's pretty horny. Yeah, I it's think pretty no horny. This director. We got two gay. dongs in this movie, and I, mean, I think I was... that's the first movie we've had that's got a two dong. A two. Horny. Yeah, Midsummer just had the one. Right? Yeah, I mean that's like four gumballs to me. Four gumballs. <laughs> we don't see any breasts. I don't think. I don't think. Oh, do we? No, no there's no female nudity. No, he doesn't even want to touch him. No. That's right. It doesn't even cross his mind. Remember? <laughs> That's right. The idea. That's the, the whole man. movie emotion. Yeah. Uh, there's also the um. All the guys look great. <laughs> say you yeah, know, they're it's hot, a very though. specific aesthetic. Definitely, <laughs> it's that very mid two thousands West Hollywood. You know. Mm-hmm. And I have this one image from the movie Burned into my mind where mm. the hot guy is his name. It's not Kyle. The Caleb. one that they're both, not Caleb, the other one. Mark? Both, uh, the one that he's dating. The, maybe it is Mark. Who's roommates with? Kyle is the roommate who plays the saxophone. Caleb is the straight guy who pretends to be gay. And Mark is the roommate. Yes, Mark. Okay, so there's that shot of Mark with his piercing eyes looking up as he's just finished, like, sucking Caleb's dick. <laughs> yes. That is and I was like, that is a horny shot. Very horny. Yeah. Because <laughs> this might have been before people really had access to much of the internet on some level. You know what I mean? It was, I yeah, mean, we didn't, yeah. we certainly didn't have like a 4G. You know, that was a dream, no. a whisper yeah. of a dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took three hours to download a picture back then. No, yeah, we're downloading D. things off LimeWire just based on the description, and you hope that's what it is. Yeah, right. just 2D in this case. Just 2D. <laughs> But yeah, two actual dicks in this movie. So I think it's yeah. definitely one of those movies you could tell, oh, this director's gay. Yeah. Is he? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> could you imagine a straight guy launching this <laughs> franchise? Writing and directing it. It's something I believe yeah, It was in. John Gabers got really high one night and he just came up with a whole eating out franchise. I would have put it past him. He's done Gabrus, I could see him doing this. Yeah, if any, if, if any straight guy was going to do it, it would be Gabers. I mean, I think because of the two D's in it and that that awesome um, dick sucking shot, I would give it like, I mean, the only thing that makes me tick it down maybe 1% is that he's, he's having phone sex with the girl. And that's pretty hetero. 
sure. that he is getting his dick sucked by Mark. So I'm going to give it a 99%. I'm going to give it close, close to four gumballs. Did you guys stick through to the uh, entire end credits? Because there's a bonus scene at the end credits. What? what? <laughs> yes. No, <Mark>. what was <laughs> it? Stop the pod. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> Mark and Kyle just have like a hot and heavy makeout session. We're like, <laughs> Kyle's like kissing his like chest and his stomach. Oh. That's all it's there that just like cuts out for no reason. <laughs> and then Samuel Jackson comes in. And yeah, says, I want to tell you about you the, the Ass Avengers initiative. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, talk about the DVDs extras. Right. Wow. There was also a special credit for the woman who made that furry brassiere. <laughs> wow. So you got to wow. stick through the end credits. So you're giving it, John, awesome. what do you want to give it for the male gaze? I'll give it uh I'll give it a 95 just because 95. I think overall like it's not that visually exciting. Mm, okay, I okay. mean, but I but think if you like, only had 10 days, I get it. You know, I mean, you can't be like, let's spend half a day capturing you in this tight shirt. Uh, I'm going to give it a I'm also going to give it a 99 because I do think like this is like just softcore porn isn't it? on some level. This yeah. is like masturbation. Yeah. You could definitely beat it off to this. Beat, my, it, beat it off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Speaking of softcore porn. So my uncle and I always joke about having softcore porn night because one time. <laughs> We were watching The Notebook together, and mm. all of a sudden we noticed it was just me and him watching The Notebook, and, you know, the sex scene comes on, and they're doing a lot of, a lot of heavy breathing, and my aunt, aunt comes in, she's like, what are you guys watching? <laughs> and so we always joke that we have softcore porn night, and so this holiday season, you know, I'm over at my uncle's house, and I'm like, well, we got to have softcore por <laughs> porn Thursday. <laughs> and he's like, all right, put something on. And so, you know, it's just me and him. And I just looked up softcore porn Netflix, not thinking wow. that anything that bad could possibly right? be on think. Netflix. Sure. Oh, there's this movie called 365 Days. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it with my uncle. Terrible wow. Uncle. And, you know, at, at a certain point, like after the first scene where that guy is just getting like that murderous blowjob yeah or, like her eyes are it's rolling so in the rapey. back of her head it's so rapey i was just like well no point in turning it off now like you know <laughs> you're we're in. already, we're you're already in you know i was just like sitting there with my uncle and he's like holy crap and i was like holy shit <laughs> and uh, yeah we watched 365 days <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> It was the worst experience of my life. We have enough softcore porn nights now to last us for, for a while. You that got it out of your system yeah. for a bit. That counted for mm -hmm. about 100 of them, I <laughs> yeah. think. Sure. Anyway. Well, so, this bit was fun, right? <laughs> so I was thinking maybe this would be a, even, I would actually have preferred to watch this one. This would oh, yeah. less oh, awkward yeah. than that that one to watch with them. But anyways, yes, very You much feel awkward. bad for the women in this movie, but for different reasons. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. Our next category. This one might be tough. Entrances with pizzazz. Are there entrances mm. with pizzazz? It's not a very pizzazzy movie. The no. other one is with Tiffany, honestly. With that construction worker hat and the dildo. Yeah. There's that, but also like the very first scene where like she opens the door and he's like, phone service guy. That was at least, I mean, it was it was less pizzazzy and more porny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like very yeah. porny. I thought it was when this movie started, it's on Amazon. But it's not, it's full screen essentially, but it's like 
widescreen within the full screen. So it's like not, it's not an HD transfer. So I thought when it started like, oh, it's like a movie within a movie. Like we're right. seeing They're like watching the a porn, porn. Yeah. and then we're going to pull out and see, then you realize as it goes on like, oh no, this is just what this movie looks like. Okay. Yeah. I'm, all right. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. It did look very low-fi. Um, but it's not a very possessed because like also scenes would just start or like just end arbitrarily and yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not much pizzazz, but there was a lot of like abrupt scene work that <laughs> was surprising, but I don't that doesn't really count as pizzazz. What do you, you mean know, by like, abrupt scene work? Like, you know, where he's like driving after he gets his dick sucked and he right. has the phone sex with the with right. Gwen. He's driving past her on the street. She stops and then fucks him in the middle of the road. <laughs> yes. Right. And that was pretty abrupt and surprising, but I, I don't, they had a lot of twists and turns, like a lot of curveballs, I would say, but the curveballs <laughs> didn't have pizzazz. Like, I, I don't know if that's quite right. the same thing. Yeah. So I would probably give it like a 15. That's a 15. In my head. Yeah. For pizzazz. And that all goes to Tiffany, honestly. She's bringing the heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she's in all five. Uh, yeah, I agree. I will also go 15. I feel like it was a, a low pizzazz movie. Overall. Yeah, I'll also give it a 15. Give it an average of 15. All right, our next category. This one might do well. Strident women. How would you rate? Are there strident women in eating out? I would say there are practically only nothing strident, but. except for the mother. But even then, she calls her son's ex a bitch which I thought, yeah. whoa, mom, you're being very sweet Easy. up until this point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got Gwen, Tiffany, and the, the younger little sister. sister who's uh, potty mouth. All, yeah. They're all cunts and a half, as Gwen would yeah. say. <laughs> it's just too much. It's something like so like off-putting when a gay man are writing women to be so filthy. You're just like, stop. Like, this, they're not, you're like, <laughs> right. they're not like your little puppets. <laughs> they're not your little dolls to play well, with. Well, <laughs> they can have fun. They yeah. can have fun, but it was just something a little like uh, one note to the whole right. thing. Right. Very bit one note. Like they're all Elaine Stritch. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. She was, especially in in that last scene where she was telling Kyle that Mark would never be with him, I was like, whoa. That's awful. Gwen. I'm like, what why does Caleb attracted to her? Like, what is I, attractive about I her? I know, and then after after she did that, and she, she came out to his family for him, and she like mutilated his roommate who he loves so much, he still wanted to date her after that? I guess no. the Tucson dating scene is bleak. Must be it's pretty, a very dry, yeah. dry desert. I mean, that's almost four gumballs in terms of strident <laughs> women, I would say. I mean, I might give that a hundo. I think you wouldn't be wrong. Uh, a hundred. Yeah. I'll give it a 98 because the mom was sweet a little bit at one point. Sure. True. Yeah, sure, sure. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, if you want to see some strident women, you got to watch Eating Out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when isn't there a strident woman? So I'll give it 100. Yeah, giving it a 99.33. Yeah. Wow. Which is about, okay. yeah, which is about uh, 16 points higher than Edward Scissorhands. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go. Nice. All right, our next category, macabre. How macabre is eating out? Hmm. There's a lot of these rape jokes. Yeah, I mean, the that first scene upsetting. is pretty dark. Right. Yeah, right. Where it's like, if you don't know what kind of movie you're watching, you're like, what the fuck? Like, they're <laughs> starting this off with like 
a rape scene that's like then it's like this crazy joke. I don't know. Yeah. Weird role play. That, that was pretty macabre. I also thought the whole phone sex scene, which is 17 minutes long, by the way, it's like a full what? act of the movie. <laughs> they okay. must have like came up with that and then wrote the movie around that maybe. Yeah, there's something oh. about like her sort of like seducing him into letting a guy suck his dick while she's having phone sex with him. There was something yeah. sort of weird and dark. I actually thought that was in a way kind of the most interesting part of the movie, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even though it was also like absurd and ridiculous, but I thought, and too long. But it was pretty like macabre and or, like a weird sort of power play. But everyone yeah. was on board though. I thought like everybody knew what was happening, except she didn't know that he was secretly not gay, I guess. I mean, but wasn't it fucked up how she was like having sex with this guy that he was trying to date and then she would like make out with him <laughs> yeah. right in front of him? And Could I you imagine like, if you were dating a guy and his female roommate was like, don't you want to fuck me instead? You'd be like, I yeah. don't know why you live with her. I mean, rude. I know. We split like, the cable. That's it. She was, <laughs> she was pretty deranged. Or how about like she was so mad at her first um, ex-boyfriend at the top, she was like, when you're poking him in his brown eye, just remember you ate my pussy and you liked it. You know, like right? it's pretty dark. Like There's that drag queen show you're talking about. There's a clip yeah. for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. But she, she's a pretty dark character. Um, yeah, she's yeah. got a lot of anger. Yeah. That must um, be a weird sort of sad fetish to have of like, I want to fuck guys who are actually gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of the, I always feel bad for people who have a fetish for something that can't actually happen. Well, isn't there a ton of gay guys who want to fuck straight guys? I mean, that's huge. Ah. That's pretty common, I would say. Sure. We yeah. just don't see it much in women. Yeah. Right. Straight women. There's also something very macabre, I think, about the supposed nice guy, Kyle, sneaks into his roommate's room and is like stroking his face while he's sleeping. That was yes. weird when he like almost touched his chest or whatever. <laughs> yeah, what is happening? And they almost kissed at one point and then he said, if I was even a little bit gay, like it would be you. And they almost kissed, remember that? Yeah, I remember that. That was strange. And I, I got major bisexual vibes from Caleb. Right, but I think somehow I thought in this movie, it doesn't, it's never even really addressed. It's not paid off. Or maybe they could just be like a fun throuple or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the only macabre was, I mean, a Tiffany again. She was knocking out of the park with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's doing a lot of the heavy lifting in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, I'd say like I don't know. I thought Gwen's character was pretty fucked. Like how yeah. just ruthless she was with the the people, like her, with her roommates. You know, her friends supposedly. Yeah, her yeah. friends. What am I thinking? Like not suit suitor, whoever her roommate was uh, courting. Yes, right. What's the word for that? Anyways, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just thought that was pretty <laughs> mean, and so that for that reason, I'm gonna give it a fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. I'll give it a fifty-six, just because I think mm -hmm. yeah, that all that stuff is kind of weird and dark. Yeah. Um, Even if it's not realistic. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm going to give it a 40 because all that stuff is there. But when I, I think when I think back to eating out six months from now, I'm not going to think too, I'm not going to remember too much like the fucked, like the takeaway so much isn't like that was a dark, heavy movie. Yeah. But there's definitely elements of it. So that's why I'm giving it a 40, giving it an average of 48.67, okay, okay. which is about 11 points higher than Air Bud in Macabre. Pretty good. Okay. Air there you go. Bud. What, why was Macabre associated with Air Bud? It's associated that's with every movie we bring in oh yes yes oh yes. there oh, was that the there's a banded church was pretty macabre yeah, yeah. oh yeah i was just weird. wondering how it scored at all oh i in see the macabre I see. section yeah but, yes. i'm so sorry <laughs> no no don't no. mean to bite I your head off it. i worded it weird no <laughs> uh speaking of I mean, weird how are you going to rate eating out on dramatic lighting very poorly. Very poor. The only thing yeah. I wrote down was the car lights flashing during the sex scene, during the car <laughs> sex scene. Yeah. yeah. The only lighting I noted was the bad refrigerator lighting when the sister was like in the refrigerator. Yeah. And they obviously yeah. like put one of those little filler lights in, in there. You know, you've been yes. on a set where yeah. they like throw a light s somewhere, stash a light in the fridge. I could tell. Mm, but I wouldn't say that that's theatrical. Is no, that I think that's the question? Dramatic lighting. Oh, dramatic. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's dramatic. I kind of would give it maybe like a for dramatic lighting, like a two percent. A two, yeah, yeah. I mean, the production values are so low on this movie that it's hard to to think that they made any actual like choices about lighting, other than can, can we can see, see their the faces now? Yeah, yeah as, as much as we need to. So yeah, I will give it a. I'll give it a seven. A seven. Uh, mm. I'll give it a five. Bless its heart. Generous, generous. <laughs> Giving it a 4.67. All right, next category, vibrato. So for this category, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime there's a moment in the movie that they, they give it extra, like they zhuzh it up, they do more than you need necessarily, but you like it. So something that's like a little extra and more. Hmm. I would say like a lot of the dialogue, like the references, there are so many like pop culture references in this movie that it's so trying to be so quippy constantly. It's trying so hard, yeah. That that yeah. feels like, it never takes a breath to like stop and just like, hey, what if your character expressed a moment of vulnerability instead of making, ref referring to Meredith Brooks? Mm. Um, yeah, I agree. It definitely tries hard, but I wouldn't say I like it. You know what I mean? But I did like it because it did. It was the thing. It came back around. You know what I mean? Thing. Gotcha, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So okay, fair enough. Good. There's something to have vibrato about sort of like the toxic gay masculinity of this movie and like the way it treated its female characters. Like, <laughs> yes. they're all sort of shrillish and horrible. You know what I mean? I mean? We love like, Tiffany. We're meant to hate her, but in a way, is she maybe the hero of this movie? No, but I like her. Yeah. I mean, probably she's the hero of the horror. series. Yeah. I mean, she's in all the all of them, right? Does she play the same yeah. character? <laughs> yes, she does. Good for her. Uh, I would say um, I liked the vibrato of like taking off the shirts and seeing the wieners. Seeing the dick is vibrato. Like, there's really no yeah. reason for that to happen. <laughs> no, not at <laughs> all. How dare you? How dare you? There's no reason. There's no plot <laughs> element for it. There was actually a surprising lack of butts. Yes. Because you would think you'd get butts mm. before dick. And even during like the oral sex scene, you don't really get a sense of, there's no, no like ass. wide shot, so to speak. You know, there's no like um, <laughs> shot of a guy's head in his lap. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all like done through close-ups. 
Yeah, they cut straight to the dick. Yeah, no ass at all. They weren't messing around. They were like, okay, we could either get ass it's a or lot dick. of nipples. A he's lot more of a ass. he's more of like a a, a a breast man than an ass man. Yeah, even sure. though dudes, maybe an chest ab man. man as well. Ab man, a chest. I would also say the pianos, two pianos, eight hands. That is That's vibrato, true. absolutely. That's vibrato. That and the star spangled stars right, and yeah. stripes forever. Yeah, I mean. I also love that moment at the dinner scene where like Kyle goes to his room and is all sad and he's like he's like holding his saxophone like he wasn't playing it but he's like <laughs> I'm just holding this. I feel sad right now and they're like, "Oh right, you're a jazz musician." Just I love that visual reminder. Yes. And I did like and I'm gonna sh maybe this is vibrato. I liked how um, Mark revealed all those secrets, how he did know Kyle's name, even though he called him Kevin. And he did know that he was in the music program, even though he pretended like he didn't know. And yeah. he loves his music. And I liked that. That was nice. But I was like, well, where have you been this whole movie? Like, where were you, what were you waiting for to, like, close yeah, the deal exactly. with this guy? Well, also, what's so funny about that movie is that we're like, no one's going to like Kyle over you. But it's like, Kyle's still incredibly good looking. I know. <laughs> right? He's just as hot. You know? Yeah. That's why I didn't understand that. I was saying that to my friend. I was like, what? I was like, I just don't understand when she's yelling at him saying, like, he's not in his league at all. I'm like, what? Like, he's definitely in in their league. Yeah, all the guys are sort of the same league. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same rugby team. Exactly. Yeah. I did not really want to see the girl like get off. Like I thought she was a bit extra, but I didn't like it. So like right. she had vibrato in her pursuit. And a bad vibrato. A bad vibrato in her pursuit of Caleb, you know? For sure. I was like, lay off it, girl. I was like, your roommate <laughs> is dating this guy, you freaking asshole. <laughs> You know, the first time it happened, she was like, okay, I tested him and, you know, he's totally gay. Like, you know, I gave him the mm -hmm. test and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, that was a good justification, even though it was really weird. But then when she kept doing it, I was like, get get off it. You know, I was <laughs> Find like, your own life. Enough. <laughs> Enough, Gwen. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, it's a fetish thing. Right. So what do you want to give this for vibrato? What would you give this? Oh, 37 popped in my head, but I'm going to go, ah, yeah, 37. 37. 37. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 32. 32. Um, I don't know. I'll give it 42, mostly for Tiffany, who I guess is like the Jack Sparrow of the Eating Out series. Ah, maybe. I like that analogy. It could be. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Our next category, footwork. How would you rate Eating Out on footwork? Okay, sorry, but this was really distracting for me. Gwen's feet, they were using like this fisheye lens when uh, Caleb first entered the living room and Gwen's feet were in it and she was like pointing them the whole time, like as if she was doing like some balletic dance as when she was seated and I just could not stop staring at them and then be they were distorted because of the fisheye lens and they looked super long. Do you think she that's was trying to like look cute? Like like I'm a little pixie. Like I'm yeah, cute. but Ballerina. it backfired because of the fish island. So they just looked like super long. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> no, they look like I didn't. But now I have to rewatch this movie for that. Yeah, <laughs> she looked uh, like she's part seal or something. Exactly, very distracting seal kind of feet going on. There's my roommate seal foot. 
<laughs> and I did think she was trying to look like a little pixie, like with her toes pointed. That's the only time I noticed feet. How about you guys? <laughs> I didn't, there's hardly any walking in this movie. They're mostly like sitting yeah. on couches or around tables. Doing long scenes. The only other thing I noticed was there was a shot of, I think, high schoolers like running in gym class. Shot from a distance, clearly. It was like, like, yeah. Like it was, I almost it was mentioned like a, that in our male gaze. Like, okay, he's lingering <laughs> around a high school gymnasium with a long lens camera. There you go. But yeah, that that's it. It's pretty low on footwork. Yeah, I might give it like a, uh, I mean, I would give it a negative, but I don't know if that'll you mess can't. up how you guys. Mark will not allow it, no. It's zero okay. to 100. Zero. Zero. Because looking at her pointed, long, fisheye lens feet was so disturbing. Really. Well, given that and that one two second shot of high schoolers running, I'll give it a I'll give it a six. A six. I'm gonna give it a four. Given an average of three point three three, which is the lowest we've had in the last twenty two movies. Wow. The next lowest was uh, the Brood, which has a seventeen point sixty seven in footwork. Wow. All right. All right. Our next way, category. Way above. Way above. Uh, our next category: animal print. Mm. Was there any animal prints? I didn't see any. You would think any. Tiffany would have had. Maybe that furry bra in some ways is like, she kill a polar yeah. bear for that or something? That's true, yeah. Fur in adjacent. the past, we've given points for like someone wearing a fur coat. So. Or a right, skin suit points. from Silence of the Lambs yeah. gets points. You know? Exactly. Oh, I see. Okay. For the bra, I mean, I'll give the quarter. I'll give a gumball to the bra. A 25 for the iconic yeah. bra. <laughs> yes, I thought that was great. Again, Tiffany coming in with the clutch. Tiffany's yeah. really bringing it, bringing it for the team. Do we consider a dildo itself some sort of animal print, since it is representing the male and there's sort of that sort of the, the human animal? Hmm. I guess it could leave an impression. Now there was something about the dildo she had where it seemed it was like to have like a, or something. But there was like a clear part of the shaft that had seemed to have beads in it. Is that well? A remember, thing? like in mid two thousands, like that? translucence was all the rage. Like you could see like the candy colored IMAX, you know, that were kind of, or like you know, like a Game Boy that was kind of like translucent, so you could see the inner. Or like a phone oh, yeah. that didn't have skin on it. Yeah, a phone like, without what, the skin. Yes. <laughs> is there like something to that? Is there something about those beads that uh, that sort of enhances the experience of a dildo? I would think so. It is it the hurt. noise? Is it the like the Hmm. I mean, I'm sure it does something up there. Yeah, I'm, they don't put their, they're not just whistling Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, for that, then I will give it a, I'll give it a seven. <laughs> oh, okay. after all that, a seven. Um, okay, I'll give it a 17 for that uh, okay. furry brassiere. Giving it a 16.33, which is four points higher than Mean Girls. Wow. Really? I would have okay. thought Mean Girls would get more because... They have that whole safari scene in there from when she lived in uh, Africa. Oh, yeah. They're I don't think there's any the actual prints. animal print, though. Oh. It's more like, you know, earth tones. Gotcha. All right, Natalie, finally, this is the last of the canon categories. Oh, okay. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend eating out to a gay person? Well, I mean, like, I would have to know them pretty well because there's some, it's not very PC. I wouldn't want it's to. It's absolutely not PC. They, they would have to know that I mean well. To a good friend, I would probably say 100%. I would say, oh, you got to watch this fucking crazy ass movie. 
and it's also mm-hmm. 87 minutes it's over in two seconds this whole yeah thing, you know <laughs> when i was watching with my friend she said oh it's over already you know she was wanting more she was well there's four more, more movies I, yeah i yeah. would definitely recommend it i mean i think it's a good laugh you know it's good to like get high and snack on and you know, if you're not too easily offended, I mean, I like all that hokey campy kind yes. of stuff. So for right. me, it's a winner. I think I would 100% recommend. You're giving it 100? Four quarters? I, four yeah. gumballs? I would, I would give it four gumballs. I would definitely recommend. Four gumballs. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would have to be like, here's the thing. It's not actually a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> There's parts about it that are ridiculous and enjoyable. It's not like hate, like you, it, it won't make you like, it's one of those movies where it's dumb, but it doesn't make you angry that it's dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just like, okay, this is bad, but all right. You know, you just sort of go with it because- It's not offensive. Whatever, you know? yeah. yeah. Um, and you do get, you know, those two sweet D's. So I will give <laughs> it a rare uh, chance to see a dick. <laughs> on the internet I mean, in these days how does that happen i'll give it an 80 an 80 um i don't know i think it is worth watching is it good no i don't know i'll give it a <laughs> i don't know this one's hard uh i'll give it 75 i mean 75. it is if you like dumb like you know what i mean it is like it's also like uh it feels like a hidden gem to me. Like it feels like, oh, there's a lot here and it, you don't hear it talked about too much. I mean, I would love, you know, once movie theaters open back up, I would love if it was one of those films where people come up with stuff to throw at the screen during certain parts and, you know, like a Rocky Horror Picture Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's boiling kabasi at one point. <laughs> right, kabasa. So odd. And then do you remember when, you know, they were kind of fiddling around with the egg with the fork? And the little girl, his little sister yes. was like, this is like the consistency of, and she's about to say, come, I think. But the dad yes. was like, shh. And I was like, the dad is anticipating his daughter saying, come. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. What are the boundaries uh, in this family? <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah. Honey, we've told you about saying things are come. <laughs> stop that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's an All right. Ball. Well, it's got an average of 85, which is 30 points higher than Hackers. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Now we're into the wheel categories. So okay. these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We've put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. And so we're going to randomly spin it four times. And whatever categories pop up, that's how we're going to judge this movie. And oh. after those four, you are adding a category. So that's the what wheel. we were talking about earlier. The yes. wheel. I we love we that. Before. That's so okay. fun. You might awesome. say we've come full circle. You might. You, I wouldn't, but you might. And I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. The male V. The male V. The male view. V. Oh, or the V, like on the like Sort of. Yeah. Oh. I, I think you definitely that. get it in that brief um, hookup in the garage scene that happens yes. between that weird British guy and the guy from. Uh, well, Ryan Carnes is like a living male V. Like that is, yeah. He would be like the textbook example of a V. Yeah. But I don't. I remember seeing more abs than they didn't really focus on V. Did they? They don't focus on. It's there very quickly. It's V adjacent. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. I mean, I wish they. You know, they could have gotten a better score if they just lingered a little bit more on some Vs. The opportunity was there, but. 
They didn't take advantage. So uh, I guess a 42. 42. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of like naked torso. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Um, But like. You you almost wish like the pants hung a little lower on the hips, as it There's were. No v. I, I gotta take it back. I, I gotta no, make no. it like I... <laughs> No, don't she's spiraling a little <laughs> I was actually gonna say sixty-two, because I feel like it's okay. it's there. All like right, it's sort of right. going, you want this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They should have showed more V though. They really they had the opportunity. Maybe in the subsequent films. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to check those out. I did watch like the first minute of each of the other ones just to see like how the um, I just want just solely a... for the uh, projection values. I just wanted to this see how they evolve. This is the guy evolved. that it would only 75% recommend the films. You watch every other one. Well, they're right there on Prime. You just click. Sure. You just click. You what are you not going to click? Gonna click? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't click. But... You didn't click. No one else did, but you but did. But I, cer- I certainly will, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a 59 for the okay. male V, giving it an average of 54.33, which is actually three points lower than the Family Stone. What, what that got in the in the male V? They should be ashamed for wow. coming in lower than Family Stone. <laughs> okay, here we go. I think we're very lucky with this one. The Butter Zone, big swings with slang. Hmm. Uh, I mean, they definitely. I think this movie is constantly trying hard to like invent like like weird like sayings and catchphrases. Well, there's and like references. Yeah, they no, because there's like they're constantly being like, "That sounds etch a sketchy to me," or like, "No, it's parfait." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, or what like, was that parfait oh. thing? I didn't understand uh, what they were talking about. I think I it was meant to be meant... like, "No, it's perfect." Yeah, it's parfait. I (laughs) love that, actually. It's very funny. Yeah, I think this movie is like constantly trying to be like hip, like cool slang. Like, I think that's what this movie is. John, you in the past have accused me of uh, swinging at everything when it comes to jokes. And this movie (laughs) is swinging at everything. (laughs) But your batting average is much higher than eating out, I'm sorry if I apologize. I mean, yeah, they even make multiple references to eating out. I don't know if that counts, but I like how they incorporate the make title that a thing in many different ways with many different meanings. Also, you know, they used it in um, many different ways, which I appreciated. I'm going to give it a well, you know, what? I'll let you go first. I'll let All you right. guys go first. It felt I'll like they're trying first. to come up with something along the lines of like Seinfeld's like sponge worthy. You know, they're trying to come up with something that'll like, oh, this will hit the like cultural. This moments. movie is 100% trying to make fetch happen. Like that's what this movie is <laughs> the entire time. I think I think it fails, but I think it is trying and making big swings. So I will give it a 97 for this. 97. One. I think it's really like up there. Yeah, that's accurate. I'm going to oh. give it. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. I was going to give it 95. I'm gonna go 95 as well. Now, I think you could have a great time if, like, why? Who, screw doing 12 Angry Men. Why aren't we restaging Eating Out with the exact script? Exactly. That Thank would you. be fun. There's oh, our next you know Zoom what? series. That'd be so fun to do um, the show all in drag, like women playing the men. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Men playing the women. Or just like whoever playing anybody, really. But yeah, I don't know if you're the person talking about playing with gender, Natalie. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. where do you get off? Where do I get totally. Off? I think the script is also such a fun, all the references are just like a fun little time capsule of. It really is. 
It's got an average of 95.67. This is the only the second time we've used this category. The first time was in Hackers last week, hmm. which got a 93.67. So this scored higher. Wow. Okay, here we go. Another one that might do pretty well. Angry phone hangups. Angry phone hangups. Hmm. There were a couple. Were there? What were they? Yeah, there was. Um, where was it? Um, but 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 I have. Let me. Oh, where Kyle? Kyle tried calling um, Caleb. When Tiffany, when she's trying to woo Kayla back, oh. she's like, "I hear you're gay now. What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, let me try to get you back. And then she's like, "God damn it!" And then she like slams her phone down. Yeah, and then Kyle, when he's talking to Caleb, and he's like, "He's mine. Like hands off. That's my guy." I don't know if he really hangs up, but he was pissed on the phone. It had the spirit. Of sure. Angry phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I think there's a bunch. I think sort of like what you were saying earlier, Mark, about like this being a time capsule. Like it's yes. right before there were cell phones where it's hard to be like, I'm angrily pushing this button on my screen. Right. It's also like time like you kind of have a cell phone, but it's not your primary form. Like form some primary. people have cell phones, but it's not. They're, they're still using their landline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in case of an emergency. Yeah. The whole phone sex scene. I forget how they hung up. Well, they definitely have, these people have hangups, we could mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> and there's a lot of anger going on with these ladies. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give it like a 76. 76. Yeah. That sounds good, I'll, but I'll just go 77. 77. Um, I'll go 75, because that just makes a nice little pattern. Uh, give it an average of uh, 76. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Angry Phone Hangups is from our Toy Soldiers episode with Dan Lippert. <laughs> okay, here we go. Love Dan. Phallic imagery. Well, there's. I mean, we got two dicks. Phalluses. <laughs> you got sausages. You got a dildo. That's yeah. true. I mean, it's definitely there. I mean, there's the, that's five instances right there. There's um, also that moment where we go into Caleb's bedroom where he randomly has a gun on the wall hanging over his the bed. The paintball gun. That was a paintball gun? Yeah, it's a paintball gun. Okay. Mm, I didn't know that phallic. specifically, but that's, yeah. There's John, top. you got to get into paintball culture. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That'll be a post-pandemic. I'm super into paintball, guys. Yeah, would that be fun? The two old queens paintball team? That's all I've been doing in the pandemic. Is I, <laughs> doing I paintball? Up, yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. Targets. You're wearing masks and whatnot. Oh, with targets. So yeah, I yeah. put up targets around the city, and I just take my <laughs> little paintballs, and I toss them at the targets and see if I can hit them. And if anybody gets in the way, sorry. Sorry. Welcome to Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been hit with a paintball? I haven't, but I heard it hurts. I hear it hurts. Yeah, it seems awful. <laughs> How about you, John? I've never uh, participated in paintball, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, as soon as Not this is done, we're going to Cheesecake exactly. Factory, and then we're going to go paintballing. Yes, I want Renee's <laughs> special, and Thank I want a you. big bruise on my arm from a <laughs> yeah. paintball. Yeah. I think we could paintball first, because I don't I don't want a paintball with a Renee special in my stomach. You don't want a full Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Reverse order. Mm-hmm. So phallic imagery. I mean, this, I, the, the sausages was pretty good. Uh, maybe like an 89. This movie heard the term on the nose and said, yeah, so what? Yes, yeah, so what? <laughs> You're welcome. 
Uh, yeah, I'll go 92. 92. Yeah, I'm going to go 94. I mean, there's two actual penises. Yeah, they're flaccid. Like, is anyone that excited by a flaccid penis? No. No. I, no. But I think you're not. I think if you show an erect penis, it then it like goes into porn territory. Then it's that I think that's mm. right. Which yeah, is stupid. Like, what's the, what's the big deal? Yeah. yeah. They're just acting. You might as well right. see it in its prime. Yeah. Thank you. you see it. See it in its best state. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, Natalie, now we have come to the time where it's time for you to add a category, which we can oh use gosh. to judge eating out in every future movie on how gay it is. Wow. Okay. It's a big um, responsibility. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Well, can I look at the categories that already exist or, or you'll just tell me if, if <laughs> well, I'm so there's like 80 come up them. with something. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. We'll definitely edit. We'll this talk this out. Yeah. There's no pressure. You know, we can workshop it. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I mean, I'm sure like singing and some sort of like singing. How about tap dancing? Do you think there's a lot of tap dancing in this movie? That's too specific. Does it have to be from this movie? Well, you want it to because we are going to judge it. Oh, we're going to judge it. Oh, my God. With this movie. So if you like most Many previous guests have sort of gamed the system. So, you know, like Betsy Cesaro made her category mannequins when she had a movie that was filled with mannequins. Oh. So you're welcome to do that. And keep in mind, it's going to be on a wheel. So it's not going to always come up. Right. Hmm. Like, what is the, what's your like takeaway? Was it like, what's the, we say that shot of the blowjob shot is burned in your head. Is there anything oh, to yeah. that? Yeah, that's. BJ POV. <laughs> yeah, there oh, you yeah, go. BJ POV. Yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> there it. There you go. Got you took it. Took the words right out of my mouth. I couldn't articulate it and you <laughs> By words you mean letters. Mind. Yes. <laughs> yes, BJ POV. So that's what would all. you give eating out on BJ POV? I mean, it's singed into my memory forever. <laughs> so I would have to give it a um I mean, that was a really good BJ POV, but I have seen better, like, for example, 365 days. That's that one's more upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that girl looked like she got shot in the back of the head while she was giving the blue job. Like and like being was... electrocuted at the same time. Yes. Um, so if I was going to compare it to that, it would score it a little bit lower. So. You know, uh, taking into consideration all of the BJP I've seen, I gotta be fair. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give um, 94.5. 94.5. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering that that is a 17 minute scene of the movie, it's pretty much like the reason the movie exists. Yeah. I'll give it a 93. 93. Yeah. Um, It was the set piece, wasn't it? Yeah. Set piece of the movie. Uh, I'll give it a 94. Give it a 93.83. Okay. Pretty great. All right. Now all we're right. into the bonus category. So these categories, Ooh. we're all going to score from zero to 10. And these are just bonus points. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't penalize the movie, it doesn't affect it negatively. These are just extra points the movie gets. Great. Okay. All right. The first one. How would you rate eating out on a scale of zero to 10% in makeover montage? Zero. Zero. I don't think there were any montages. Yeah, there wasn't any. Oh, well, there wasn't a montage, but he gets in a makeover. Like he puts on that silver shirt on him before his date. <laughs> There's that. And he's like That's shaving. Not... He's like the weird shaving cream that they're sort of obsessed with yeah. for a while. 
Uh, wasn't a montage of zero. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go zero as well. I too am gonna go zero. All right, next category: cheerworthy cameos. Were there any cameos where you stopped and cheered? Hmm. <laughs> no. Zero. Yeah, no. There were some fun references though. They're like, oh, I remember that. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> bringing up meredith brooks and some seeing a video store but it's not fun reference category mark that's true you didn't yeah. stop and you didn't stand and applaud <laughs> no yeah. which i normally do when i do see a cheer where they came alone in my room it can it can be tough to watch a movie with mark yeah uh i would love to see mark applaud during the middle of a movie i One mean day. i didn't <laughs> applaud at the end when um mark and kyle got together but i uh, I felt excited. Sure. I'm sorry for them, but I did not applaud and it was not a cameo. No. All right, zero. Zero. Yeah, I have to go zero as well. Me too. Bonus categories, not helping eating out. All right, no, our next really one, not. this one might be tough. Pool trouble. Hmm. Well, there's dating pool trouble, maybe. It's about the only case you can sure. make. Sure. Sure. But. Yeah. You would think Tucson would be thick with pools. You would think. Right? You would have sunk. But... I'll give it a 0. 0.5 a for dating four. pool. Okay, for the dating I'll, pool. I'll, I'll do a 0. 0.5 as well to give it a one. All right. <laughs> That's not how averages work. <laughs> um, but I'll, oh, <laughs> I'll also give it a 0. 0.5. Giving it a 0. 0.5. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Oops. Uh, all right, our next category, witches. How witchy is eating out? Zero. <laughs> I think I think there's a case to make Gwen sort of casting a spell during the phone sex scene. That's true. Yes. Also, okay, I might redact. You can my, redact. Uh, I haven't written anything yet. Because <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, Kyle kind of makes the spell. He says, right? you pretend That's you're true. gay, and I will... Um, and I will do this, and, the, and then they'll come hang out, and we'll all end up with who we want to be with, and it worked. Isn't that That's what happens true. in uh, Macbeth? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Very Shakespeare. Midsummer Night's Dream? Yeah. Midsummer. It's more Midsummer this than is Macbeth. This more Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. As we in the theater like to call it, Midsummer shorthand. You know, you know which one I mean. <laughs> Why don't they call it Night's Dream? <laughs> Because that's more cumbersome than to say midsummer. But what you a night's dream is more uh, paints a picture. Midsummer. I agree with oh, you it's more. July. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm gonna die on this hill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. So, what do you want to give eating out for witches? Well, having considered that Kyle did kind of make that spell at the beginning right. and it worked in a very Shakespearean way, I, I am I'm gonna give it a, an eight and a half. Eight point five. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give it a two for Kyle. And two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give it a three for Kyle. Why not? Give it a four point five. <laughs> All right, our next category might make up some points here. Gay actors playing gay roles. 
No, I should say I looked up all of them. Uh, mm -hmm. Kyle definitely. I looked up Ryan Carnes, and I knew something was amiss. Well, also his Twitter bio says spiritual being having a human experience, and I was like, uh oh, Ooh. that is not mm -hmm. a gay man. That's the straightest yeah. thing you could possibly write. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has said in interviews that he's not gay, even though he played gay in this movie and in Desperate Housewives. But I'm not. Uh, I looked up, I couldn't find He's anything. Just gay for pay. I looked up Scott Lunsford, who plays Caleb. And at first I found a wedding invitation for a Scott Lunsford. And it said like, who's getting married? January 5th wedding. Then it was 2020. And I was like, oh, okay. I was very yeah. upset though for a second. But, there's but Kyle, Kyle is gay. And I think, what's his name? Joey, is that his name? The yeah. one who, um, uh, yeah, I think of the, of the three first main... boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is pretty good to have two at least. And like the highest two scoring out of three, movie yeah. of our last is 9%. Well, that's pretty good. That's Mommy Dearest. But um, no, Bride of Frankenstein, I mean. But the very, that's one out of like 24 that scored over seven. This is very tough for any movie to score well. Uh, but I think this movie does. Yeah. Um, well, how about a, how about an eight, how about a nine? A nine. So we're saying out of the three gay, three main male characters, one of whom is not gay, it's half and half. One of them is one of them is gay, like Kyle is gay, but uh, Ryan, who plays Mark, is not. Correct. Then we also have Joey, and then like I, I mean, I didn't do the research on the people at that dueling piano parties, um, but I will give it a, I'll give it a seven. Seven. Uh, I'm also going to give it a seven, giving it a 7.67, which is 0.67 points higher than Ooh. Mean Girls. Okay. Whoa, Mean Girls. <laughs> Coming for you. <ya. laughs> That's right. All right, our next Get category, ready. themes of mothers. Well, there's only the one Caleb's mother, Caleb's mother. Caleb's like, mother. Yeah. I did there's like also like Gwen has a weird thing of like, I don't want to sleep over my parents' house. Is that where she was staying? Oh yeah. Well, she was in her like, aunt's. Bedroom. Oh, her aunt's house. Was that who it was? Okay. I'd say it's pretty weak in the mother's theme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were pretty progressive though, which I like because this was a time where you wouldn't have been shocked if the parents were like, "What? Not my son." You know, it would have been surprising if mm -hmm. a movie from two thousand four had parents upset by it. Yeah, I liked that. I'll give it a, a two for the. The dinner cameo, even though two. it was brief, you know? Yeah. I'll go one for the dinner cameo. One, I'm going to go two. Um, given it a 16.35. She felt like a real mother to me. Like somebody's mom, they just, <laughs> could you just help us out and do this one? She was playing a pretty <laughs> right. real, like, she, yeah, she felt real. Very grounded. All right, next category, dramatic smoking. I'm sure, was there any dramatic? There's no smoking, I don't think. I don't was think there? there's any smoking in this. No. You'd think there'd be like smoking pot or something. You know what I mean? I know, right? They such squares. Seriously. It's so tough with continuity and smoke, though. I would think like Tiffany would have at least pulled out one cig. Right? After she <laughs> Paul did Mall. Those, yeah. Those yeah. rape scenes, you know? You want to pull out a cig after one of those. Yeah, after all that effort. But there's not even like an explosion or a... No. Boiling kielbasa has a little bit of steam, maybe, uh, but I don't even think there was no. steam. Nah, not really. Nobody even liked the kielbasa. No. So, what do you want to give it for dramatic smoking? Zero. Zero. Sorry. I'll go zero as well, unfortunately. 
Sorry. Zero. I'm also going to give it a zero. Finally, this is the last of the bonus categories. Okay. Quips. How quippy is eating out? It's very quippy. Very quippy. Unsuccessfully yeah. so, but they have a lot of quips. It does. <laughs> Do not hesh me into a Mariah. Okay. Right. Whatever right. that means. Heterosexuals are a fucked up species. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good lines. I didn't quite I understand this down. one. I thought you were a drunk breed boy going for the chicken despair. I don't, it's like Mad Libs, some of these things. Yeah. <laughs> She's cute, yeah. but a total Meredith Brooks single. There you go. Okay, right. what's the Kim deal is one I really liked. We're fans oh. of uh, the Breeders and Pixies. Yes, I, mm -hmm. I missed that one. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I mean, you have to give it a 10 out of 10, don't you? I think that's fair. Listen to all those quips. <laughs> it's all quips. It's all quips. The whole it is very quippy, but I think because they fail so often, I'm going to give it a seven. But they loop around, John. That's why they're great. <laughs> I think that's what makes this movie, like, in some ways, like, to me, the, the highest around. recommendation is, like, the amount of quippage happening. Quippage per volume. Yes. I'm going to give it a 10. Like, are they good? No. no. But are they? I wrote down <laughs> seven of them. Not bad. <laughs> but you know what? If half of them if half of them were good, it would make the movie less good. You know what I mean? Right. It would be less oh like oh it's almost right. decent. Now it's just kind yeah. of boring. Yeah, exactly. All right, giving it a nine in quips, which is higher okay. than Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Take that, okay. Bill and Ted. Eat shit, Ed Solomon. <laughs> um all right, now we're into the iconic categories. So now we're back to scoring it from zero to 100, but these are just broader, more umbrella categories. Okay, got it. So the first one, how do you want to rate eating out in homoeroticism? Um, I mean, I, I think mean, that's why erotic. this movie pretty exists, high. Right? Yeah, I mean, like 95, it is good in that, isn't it? Yeah, I would definitely. Say so. I mean, you yeah, we got tons yeah. of stuff. Yeah, what are you 95? talking about now? <laughs> How dare you? You are canceled. No, okay, that's fair. 95. All right, great. Yeah, I mean, I think this whole movie just exists to sort of like, as you said, softcore porn to like kind of beat off to. So I'll give it a 97. 97. Uh, I'll give it a 98. I think it would get more if there were like actual, like some sort of like passion or like sexual tension, but it's all feels pretty like perfunct, you know, like, okay. like your Barbie, erotic Barbie play. Yeah. yeah. I was really disappointed that Mark and Caleb didn't kiss after he got the blow job from him. All right. It's so rude. I was like, he just sucked you off and yeah. gave you the biggest cum of your life. Right. Cum dump of your life. You're not going to give the guy a smooch. Good Caleb guy. hates dick breath that's just his it's his uh, achilles heel oh uh, shoot okay well you got me there <laughs> well it's got a 96.67 in homoeroticism which is about 94 points higher than mommy dearest's two there you mm -hmm. go so, take that mommy dearest take that. but not as high as the lost boys which got a 99 what i have to see the lost you've boys. never seen the lost boys you've never seen no. the lost boys it's a no. hoot i think you'll like it's all about trying to seduce jason patrick Oh, shit. Okay. Keeper Sutherland, okay. Vampires in Santa Cruz. Oh, shit. That All right. It is. This one might be tougher. Over the top wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Well, Tiffany, again, Jack Sparrow, 
Yeah. There's Tiffany. And there was that scene where Gwen was wearing like a hat that had a flower on it and pearls. Yeah. And what that felt a lot. What did Coco Chanel say? Before <laughs> you leave the house, off. take one thing off. She was wearing fishnets also yeah. at some point. Uh, give it a like lot of it. hair knot work. Would you call those hair knots or her little tiny buns? Yeah. The, the Gwen yeah. Stefani kind yeah. of Spice Girls look. <sighs> I would say. That's not wardrobe. Yeah. Styling, I would say. Yeah, Same department. Aren't they? We can't, I mean, can we, we can't let Tiffany carry this thing on her back the whole way. I'll, you know, I'll give a 39 because of Tiffany, but it's gonna, if, if I have to keep relying on Tiffany, it's just gonna go down from there. If it's, <laughs> That's right. You know, if it's solely a Tiffany vote, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I can't, I can't give yeah. it to her every time. You can't beat her so, like a mule. Yeah, no, I can't. 39. And yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> no, just was thinking about how terrible it was that Mark had to jerk off alone after he just gave that amazing blowjob to Caleb. <laughs> well, Caleb tries to make small talk. Yeah. I know about the TV. Yeah, I'm nice like, TV. Yeah. What are you doing? Read the room. Yeah, just blew <laughs> the biggest load of your life and you're talking about the TV. I, I just, sorry to interrupt, but that just <laughs> popped in my head. Disgrace. Anyways, go ahead, John. Uh, I will give it a, I'll give it a 23. I think it's just so, it's just pretty like, what do you have in your closet? Great. I mean, that's yeah. probably exactly what happened, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a 23, you said? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give it a, you know, I'll give it 27. That's mostly all Tiffany. Give it a 29.67. Right. And then finally, this is the last of the iconic categories. Camp factor. How campy is eating out? It's pretty. I think it's pretty dang campy. I think so yeah. too. I, I'd probably like, especially like what, what especially struck me was that first uh, time that Gwen blew up and she was yelling at her ex-boyfriend after he broke up with her, saying like, when you're poking the brown eye, I remember you like pussy and you liked it. That struck me as pretty campy. I would give it a 92. I mean, a great ringtone as well. Yes, and a great lip sync <laughs> as well. Notification. Yeah. For all you drag queens out there, great lip sync. A lot of great lip sync opportunities. I mean, that could be a good category too, lip sync opportunities. Yeah. Oh. Now that we think of it, too late. Maybe next time. BJ POV yeah. is in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think even like the concept of the movie of like a straight guy pretending to be gay to get a woman is in and of itself like a sort of campy, absurd. Farcical. I mean, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, in, its, in a way. Yes. Um, so I will give it, yeah, I mean, it's pretty campy. I'll give it a, but it's also like so pedestrian, but I'll give it a 90. 90. That's what was, um, that's what I was struggling with as well. It's pedestrian, you know, they mm. are trying to act grounded, even though they suck at it. Anyway. Right. <laughs> uh, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Here we go. I don't want to say this movie is dated, but there's the line, Caleb, I'm on Friendster. My life is so not sex in the city right now. Naming yes. a character, Mark Everhard, hanging wreckers on the wall out of their sleeves, gay men writing women, asking your roommate to kiss his date to turn you on. Makes a compelling <laughs> case for having two pianos in your house just so you can play Stars and Stripes Forever in a rousing rendition of Eight Hands, Two Pianos. Spending the entire 
movie wondering who we're rooting for. Is this basically the dramatization of bait bus? That awkward moment when you have to get your date a towel. Does this movie think bisexuality doesn't exist? If you love stilted kissing, this is the movie for you. A sassy little sister saying it's called a ball cock. Your mom calling an, your ex a bitch. A dinner party where secrets are revealed and finally telling a gay guy, I'm really sorry, dude, doesn't help. Um, so I think it's pretty dang campy. Yes, um, off, Mark. Yeah, that was so fucked up. Oh, I, I, I think I paused when she was telling um, Mark and Caleb to kiss to turn her on. I was like, <laughs> right? Who would like would <laughs> would you, you like? Could you even ever imagine yourself? I'm like, that's crossing like world? so many boundaries. <laughs> I couldn't imagine like somebody asking me that. I could not imagine. I mean, of course, you know, this isn't supposed to be realistic, this movie, but I'm just like, wow. They really. A lot's changed went for it <laughs> since yeah. 2004. Since the internet. The internet's not all bad. It's made us look at ourselves a little <laughs> right? bit more. Be a little reflective. Yeah. The constant mirror. Um, I'll give it a 91. It's pretty dang campy. Give it an average of 91. Finally, we are into the crown jewels. Okay. So these categories are what they're like, we all agree it gets it or it doesn't. We're not rating it. We all, it's sort of everyone on board. So okay. the first one, 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does eating out have a positive portrayal? I would say it does. I think so. Yeah. John, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like John positive. Hates to give this bonus. I, I wouldn't say it's positive in that in the way that if someone was like, "I think gay people are wrong," you wouldn't be like, "Watch Eating Out; it'll change your opinion." <laughs> um, but I also think it is a movie where like being homosexual is not at all like a stigma or a bad thing or like right. something that it should be like avoided. So in that way. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's positive, but I would say it's non-negative. So in that way, I will say, sure. Yes. How about that? Okay. I mean, if we're trying to convince over homophobes, we got big problems. Like, fuck them. Um, I'm Yeah. So it gets it. Well done. Great. Okay. And then finally, negative 50% of all its points. If this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> that oh. was a close one. Okay. Ooh, really dodged I've a never there. seen Boat Trip. Neither have I. Neither have we. Nope. <laughs> be coming up All right, soon. Natalie, that's it. We are done. So now that we've gone through the gauntlet, how, how do you think you did? Do you, does your um, opinion change from earlier? Uh, uh, I th no, I think, I think we're going to make it. I, I think it's good. Uh, was my opinion bad earlier? Because no. I think you were like a C plus or something. So like in the seventies. Oh, I think yeah. we'll, I think it's gonna be better than a C. I think it's gonna be a B plus. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'll, it close yeah. might be close to top ten. I'm mm. still have my fingers crossed. I'm holding my my hopes <laughs> in a high place. Yeah. Well, I have the results right here in front of me. I can tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,279.57 points, Eating Out has scored 1,477.74, giving it a percentage of 64.83, making it the 31st gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Ginger Snaps, but gayer than Silence of the Lambs. Okay, okay. Oh, I'll take that. Shoot. 
Wow, I think I think we really got busted in some categories. I think you know. of the visual, the more visual, the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, this really pizzazz, got hit. The pizzazz and mm-hmm. uh, animal prints. But stuff in homoeroticism like and camp, it did pretty well. I would say. Yeah, well, yeah. you should make a homoeroticism list, and it would definitely be up there for it's sure. Be. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's not a um, B or a C. That's a D, isn't it? I feel like it's the cusp of, yeah. It's C adjacent. Shit. But you know, hey, it did better. You know how many movies have Fs? It did better than Goodwill Hunting. That got a 16.10. That's an that's our lowest rated movie. Goodwill Hunting. Don Gabris. John, (laughs) for the gayest movies ever. What? That's the gayest movie he's ever seen. So yeah. Oh, he's got it. He's watched porn. Come on. There's no doubt. He's watched bodybuilders. He's probably seen the whole (laughs) Out series. Right. I bet he's well, seen the whole series. He loves it. Natalie, that's it. Thank you so much. Oh, Thank such you a guys. Thank you Thank for bringing you. it in. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Um. Uh. Well, you can listen to my podcast, um, Hidden Mickey's, with my friend Carrie Poppy. Oh, that's oh, nice. Yeah, it's about the dark, um, like underbelly side of Disney, or just kind of like I love Disney that. Info. Yes, yeah, that's right up my fun. alley. Yeah, check it out. That's amazing. And Ed, if you haven't seen Nate, I can't recommend. Oh, it's Nate so Hiley. great, brilliant, so good. Thank you guys. This was so much fun. Such a wonderful special. Thank you. Thank you for doing it, and yeah. we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. We're back. Well, I I only rated on Letterboxd. I only gave Eating Out one and a half stars. But looking back, I don't know. It's one of those movies like, is it like, no, but like, it's also fun. You know what I mean? It's like, I agree. It's that weird space where you want to say to people, it's not good. Like, it is not a good movie. Like, by no actual, like, objective quality markers would you say it's good. It does engage, it's almost like you have to be in the right mood for it. You have to sort of, like, know this is what you're getting into. It's like a party movie, you know what I mean? You throw it on, have your favorite substance. It's sort of like if if someone were to be, like, I think Natalie said it earlier, like, The Room, there's a way in which you're like, yes, you should see The Room, but you shouldn't just blindly go into The Room. Like someone needs to say to you, this is what you're, this is the ride See, you're about to go I don't on. think you need to be, I think it's better not to warn people what they're I think doing. There's a, <laughs> I think there's a, there's a specific, I think you're right. It is a delicate balance, but I don't think you would recommend it in the way you would be like, oh yeah, like once upon a time in Hollywood, it's great. Or Parasite is great. You know what I mean? You'd be like, okay, you need, this is the headspace you need to be in to see what you're seeing. It's wild. Yeah. So I think I th- I get what you're saying. Like in that way, like yes, if someone were to say like objectively, quality wise, yeah. no, but, like I is agree. this it's... filmmaking on a filmmaking level? Yeah, is this as polished as a Sex in the City too? No, but is it wor- <laughs> so much? Is it better or worse? No, it's like oh, the theme. You know what I mean? That's a like... very <laughs> that's a very specific comparison choice you made. <laughs> well, I'm a comic. I love specifics. <laughs> You know what I mean? Though, like, is this so much worse than no? And that costs how much compared to this? Well, sure. And it's also like an hour longer. I'll be honest; I've never gotten past twenty minutes of Sex and City too. I've never tried any of the Sex and City. Oh, we—I'm surprised no one's brought that one in yet. The number two? Yeah, I hear that's the craziest one. Doesn't Liza Minnelli sing "Single Ladies" in that? That's the part I've seen at a gay wedding. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, she's obviously great, but also, why is this happening? 
sure. it feels like pandering is what it feels like. <laughs> There's a lot of marijuana and cocaine in the writer's room the day that idea was pitched. Yeah, I mean, that's most movies, I feel like. <laughs> Probably. He's got a uh, green book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Write a check. Um, speaking, speaking of writing. Of writing Yes, thank you. We got an email from Jane, and she writes, Mark and John, hello. Hello, Jane. Very nice, Jane. Hello. Uh, she said, I just finished finished up listening to your Airbud episode, and it was fabulous and hilarious as usual. She said, uh, my name is Jane. I want to take a moment to thank you for this podcast. One of my older brothers introduced your show to me just over a year ago with your The Secret of Nim episode. Okay. When he told me there was a podcast arguing that Auntie Shrew proved drag queen inspiration, I knew it was something <laughs> I needed to get behind. Since then, not only have your episodes helped provide some much needed levity and comic relief during a scary time in the world, but it has also strengthened my relationship with my brother. Oh. We, touch, we touch base at least weekly on the podcast and Patreon episodes and share our personal favorite highlights, laughing about the camp list or playful bickering all over again. We also love your merch. We have gifted each other shirts and my brother even commissioned a friend who does calligraphy to make a piece that says, you're canon. And it's so special to me. And then she says, for what it's worth, uh, for your information, that's my only critique of the new scoring system. I miss you both saying, become canon in unison. I pitched, John didn't want to. I said, we still that's should. That's not true. I did. Uh, that is not true. I said, You're it could rewriting become history. canon. And you said, right. no. Okay, you know, that's not true. We're cutting this true. out. It's absolutely true. <laughs> uh, lastly, in an effort to thank my brother, Jim, for introducing me me to you both. One of my new favorite sources of joy, I want to tell you a little about him. Jim is an illustrator, storyboard artist, and all-around film fanatic, and recently released a podcast of his own about a movie with which he's obsessed. It's a limited series called An Invitation to The Invitation. It's a chronological oh. deep dive discussing the 2015 suspense drama, The Invitation. He breaks the movie down scene by scene, reading the original screenplay, then pairing that with the analysis of those scenes. I'm biased, of course, but it's so beautifully done. The production values are, are great, but it's riveting and insightful. And even if you've never seen the movie he's discussing before, he invested a year of his life to create it and it is wow. about to release his finale. I'm so proud of him. Then she says, I appreciate you taking the time to read this and want to just emphasize the gratitude I feel for you both again. Please keep recording. You'll always have a fan in me. Take the best care and wishing you a happy, healthy, for the love of God, please, and all around better new year. Sincerely, an aspiring old queen, Jane. Well, thank you so much, Jane. Jane, that was um, such a sweet, lovely email. What a nice relationship between the uh, Jane and Jim. Yes, how sweet and touching to uh, be. A and I that. love the movie, The Invitation. I'm sure you haven't seen it, John, but because <laughs> you don't like movies. Uh, but the, so uh, I can't wait to check out that, that ideal. <laughs> that podcast sounds incredible. Yeah, definitely check that out. Imagine pre-production on a podcast. I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> we would never. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jane. That was very sweet. Really appreciate you. I'll definitely that check email. out that invitation to the invitation. An invitation to the invitation. You guys should all check right. that out. Yes. Um, yes. And so if you guys have any other, uh, we love to hear from you guys. If you want to email us, you can do that at two old queens, T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at two old queens, T-W-O old queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. And as Jane mentioned, we have a lot of merch. If you want to buy some for yourself, for your Jane friends. Jane says you. <laughs> we have a lot of merch. She probably gets that a lot. I would do that all the time. <laughs> Jade says she's got to be home by six. 
Yeah, go to TeePublic and search Tool Queens. You can find some stuff there. And we also have a Patreon, as Jane also mentioned, Tool Queens, the retirement plan. Jane uh, says we got a Patreon. <laughs> Check that out for us and for Jane. We really appreciate yes. that. Thank you, Jane. And next week, we do know what our movie is next week yes. so far. It's a little thing called the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Heard of it? I've seen it once. That's it. Okay. Years ago. All right. So, have you ever seen it live? Okay. All righty. Well, I can't wait to get into have this. You? Uh, yes, I have. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All righty. We'll, we'll see you next week. All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen, artwork by Connie Shin, and special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.